Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast, where performance meets spirituality and you get all the tools you need to unlock your next level of badassery in life and business. I'm KDB, airline pilot, human design coach, side hustle extraordinaire and crazy cat lady, and I am beyond chuffed that you have hit play on this episode. So welcome, welcome, welcome. If you or someone you know has hormones, then you are going to love this episode. (laughs) That was a wee joke because every bloody person needs to hear this episode. I'm chatting with Claire Marie, who specializes in supporting you to understand your hormonal cycles so that you can harness your hormonal superpowers. I think you're going to be more than a little mind blown at the depth and breadth of how your hormones are affecting you. For better or worse, you are being taken on a ride. So you may as well get the map to navigating it with ease. And even better, why not use this knowledge to have a better life, a better business, a better sex life? That's right. We're talking everything from orgasms to business badassery. You are absolutely going to love this episode. Before we jump in, a wee announcement I'm super pumped about. Doors are open again to Align and Thrive, my five-month human design deep dive. This is your sweet and transformational portal to confidently leveling up, expanding, and sharing your gifts through my signature Thriving in Business Human Design Synergy Method. This transformative approach serves as a portal for you to thrive Thrive while you grow your soul-led business in alignment with your unique energetic gifts. I want you to be able to do it with ease and I really want you to be able to do it without burning out. I want you to build the business you love without burning out. So if you are interested in learning to embody your gifts through human design and also unlock your personal karmic toolkit so that you can thrive as you build your aligned business, Click the link in the show notes to check it out. I have got two spots available, so click the link, have a look at the pay, the web page, see what you think, and if you feel that it's a good way for you to step into your next level in life and business, I would 100 million percent love to support you in that way. So check it out, and the link is in the show notes. Alrighty, let's dive into this epic episode with Claire Marie. Welcome, Claire, to the Level Up with KDB podcast. I'm so grateful that you've agreed to come and hang out with me and share some incredible insights about all things hormones with the listeners. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm very excited. (laughs) Uh, I am genuinely just so interested in what you do because I have been on a journey with my hormones, like a lot of women, I guess, and I think there is so much that most of us don't know, and I am sure that you've just like got so much incredible information that's going to be really helpful for all our beautiful listeners. So I was wondering, like, how did you get into this? How did you start your business? What is your business and how did you start it? Okay, so um, my business now is, um, it's called The Femway. Um, I have had yes a long journey <laughs> to this point i um 
I started out in England. I was a professional dancer originally, and I was one of those typical um, women that was, I was very skinny, but I was always hungry all the time, and my emotions were up and down, and I never knew what where I was coming or going. And then I, um, after I had children, I uh, fell into or, or discovered through wanting what's best for my children through uh, health coaching. And I learned a huge amount about health and wellness and what's good for us at the time. And um, but I still felt that something within me, it, it, I wasn't all feeling massively great all of the time, even though I was doing all of the health coaching stuff. And um, so I hit, as huge amounts of women do, my slide slide into my 40s and I started to put on weight and have seemingly more problems. And it started me to... Um, delve into what's wrong with me, what's going on, why am I not this healthy, glowing person that we're all told that that we can be. And so I discovered through a weight loss program that I started, he talked about hormones and how they affect our weight loss and things like that. So that's where I started. And me being, I've got ADHD, so if something grabs me at my interest, I like, I really dive into that rabbit hole and I find Mm -hmm. out everything that I can. And so I actually really delved into the hormones and how how they affected us and what I found absolutely amazed me and it it made me sad it made me angry it made me happy because I was just like oh my gosh I don't understand why all women are not taught this why we don't know this because what I learned was that our hormones and our our menstrual cycles affect everything we are and everything we do every single day of our lives and we're always taught oh you know you have that bad that bad few days or what have you you know the pmt where we're cranky we become less than the normal person that we are and and stuff like that and and that's all we're taught really and mm. it's 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 actually so much more than that to the point that um we're taught to be like the sun. This is what I say to to a lot of women. This is how they kind of get it. We're taught to be like the sun. You know, the sun comes up, goes down every single day. It's the same. And when you actually look at the men's um, test, their hormone cycle, the testosterone, it mimics the journey of the sun. So it, it starts when they wake up in the morning, it's high, and then it slowly goes down. And then the next day, it's the same. So every day, week in, week out, month in, month out, they are pretty much, their journey is the same. But when you look at women, we are like the moon. And when you look at the moon, Mm. every single day she's different. She has a big full moon and she has a time where she disappears completely. And every single day her energy is different. She looks different. She's, you know, completely different. And we are, in effect, like the moon because Mm. our hormones don't have a daily journey. They have a cyclical monthly journey or however long your cycle is. And every single day, they are different and and they affect us in so many ways. And when I learned that, it, it just blew my mind. And I have got a 15-year-old daughter who is just about to start on this journey. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, if I had known hmm. what I know now when I was her age, my entire life would have been different. Yeah. I would have been kinder to myself. I would have you know, worked with my body instead of against it. I would have done the things that are beneficial for me on the days that I need them. And 
my whole mental um, approach to myself and my life and everything I did would have been completely different. And I want to help other women learn, you know, we are not broken because we are not the same person day in, day out. You know, lots of women go, I feel so inconsistent. Why is that? I should be the same every day. And it's like, no, we shouldn't be the same every day. Mm -hmm. And, And we're taught that if we're not the same every day, we're wrong or we're broken or there's something not quite right. And for women, that's that's a complete lie because we should be different and we are different. And by embracing that difference, we discover a power inside of us and a confidence and a, a self-esteem that affects everything we are and everything we do. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's so, I got chills when you described the difference between men's hormones and women's hormones, the difference between the sun and the moon, because, you know, I love all things witchy goodness and esoteric and I'm a tarot yeah. therapist and human design and astrology is all just like part of my Beautiful. world, right? But yeah. Yeah. I, what I notice is that women in particular feel particularly drawn to the moon, right? Like I don't meet a lot of men. I mean some, but I don't meet a lot of men who uh, really embrace, you know, new moon, full moon rituals. And actually, clear. do you know what I found when I, so I've got a crazy story about being on the pill, coming off the pill and how long it took my hormones to come back to regulate. But yeah. now that they are um, completely regulated again, my cycle is exactly in sync with the moon cycle. Like 28 days, like I actually... Um, will start bleeding and then go, oh, it must be a new moon. And then sure enough, it's a new moon. Like (laughs) that's that's how in sync it is. But I love everything that you just said because, you know, at school I was educated about how to use pads and tampons and um, what it was going to be like to bleed. But I had no fucking idea what it meant to feel hormonal fluctuations and the power in those hormonal fluctuations exactly I think and maybe I don't know if you agree with this but I feel like we kind of the hormonal fluctuations we tend to see as a weakness but I mean yeah (laughs) yeah and that's the thing I talk about I talk about um our hormones, they are, they create superpowers within us. And we literally are four different women with four different like archetypes or, or, or superpowers through every single phase that we go through. And by learning to work with each power, it, it just gives us so much, so much more ownership of, of who we are and the things that we do in our lives. It gives us almost permission to set better boundaries and mm. those kinds of things. Cause you can go, you know, there are lots of different theories I I um have created my own and what works for me and because I also want to share this discussion with my husband with my son and we do regularly talk about this so it had to be something that was um kind of like male friendly you know they didn't go ill at which generally I don't know about you but I find lots of men are quite squeamish talking about this kind of thing mm-hmm. um so uh, the phases for me, I call them wisdom, daring, harmony, and freedom. And those are the four like superpowers as well, if you like. And it just encapsulates each section of our cycle and the, and the differences that we have. So yeah, it's game changing for women when you start to learn about this and incorporate yeah. it into your lives. Yeah, for sure. And I can see, I mean, I haven't, look, I've dipped my toe in a little bit because actually randomly about 
I'm going to say about six years ago, I was at, my husband and I were in the city at Fringe Festival and we had a gap between shows and we saw this beautiful picture of a grapefruit that looked like a labia and the show was called, um, oh God, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called now, but it was Lucy Peach. Lucy Have Peach, you- yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> I love Lucy Peach. Yeah, and so I just loved the graphic and I said to Clay, right, that's it, that's where we're going. So we went and he he was like, holy shit. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know any of this. How yeah. am I? At the time I must have been 30 and I was like, how am I 30? And I have no idea that all those different phases that you just mentioned yeah. even exist. Like, oh, my God. And and so that inspired me to start trying to work with my hormones to, you know, really <laughs> make my life easier. I guess, like all things, I didn't take the ball and run with it so much then, but I feel very called to do so now. So I'm really excited to hear, like, because I know you talk about menstrual cycle synergy, and I think that might be really helpful for all our listeners (laughs) and myself. So can you tell me what that means? Yes, yes. So um, for me, menstrual cycle synergy is living your life in a way that flows with the personas or um or the superpowers that we have in each each phase so and and it's working with the strengths and weaknesses that our hormones create within our bodies our moods emotions everything it, it literally is everything we are i just want to reiterate that from how how quick our brains work, how our memory speed is, how our vocal ability is. Sometimes of the month we'll stutter more than others. Even how much we sunburn, the thickness of our skin, how much mm. fat we store, uh, whether we are um, emotional or logical, uh, analytic or, you know, everything we are and do, whether we are strong with long stamina or or not. And so knowing what you're doing inside your body in each phase is crucial so for example and you can relate to everything i have within the femway i have five focus areas of life so focus and mindset family and relationships food and inner health fitness and body and then fortune and business are my what i call the femway five so they're the like life areas and every single life area changes every phase. So Mm -hmm. for example, if you are talking about your fitness and your, your body from a a weight perspective and, and going to the gym kind of thing, you'll find that every week, what your body requires and what it is capable of changes. So, you know, one week you go to the gym and you're lifting heavy weights and you can go forever and you're like, yes, I feel like a goddess, you know, I'm mm. I'm awesome. I am. And then the next week you'll go and you go, oh my God, crap. I can't even lift half what I did last week. And after 20 minutes, I'm pooped. I'm done. Yeah. And and we've been taught, oh my gosh, that I'm crap. Then you have your self-talk. Oh, that's shit. Why, why am I not as good as I was last week? And it's because you're in a different phase and different hormones are in charge. Mm. So once you know what hormones affect what in every area of your life, then you can live within synergy and sync to that. So you kind of go, okay, well, I'm in harmony this week so that I know that I'm going to do a short workout and I probably won't be, uh, instead of doing four sets of my um, round, I'll do 
two sets because that's all I've got in me, you know, and that kind of thing. And then when I'm in daring, I can go all out and give it an, an extra workout that week and that kind of thing. So and, good. And with with um, like relationships and stuff like that, you we we change how we are so there's a phase i know if i'm in freedom i try not to book anything with my in-laws <laughs> or, or anything that i might need to have tact and diplomacy because freedom there is none i have no filters <laughs> and it's out the window you know what i mean yeah. so and and if i'm if i'm in harmony that's the best time to network to meet friends to communicate and do that giving nurturing stuff and if I'm in, in daring, I um I know that I want to get out, meet new people, try new things, and that's where I want to take charge and run with some ideas, you know. And then in business as well, it it dictates, you know, you're not going to want to do videos, presentations, and things like that in the phase where your brain is slow and you're more likely to stutter and forget things because that would be, you know, counterintuitive. You want to do it in the phase where your brain speed is quick, your vocal ability is awesome, that kind of thing. So learning each phase and its strengths and weaknesses in every section of your life helps you to kind of go, okay, what am I doing this week? Is it aligned with my strengths? And if it's not aligned with my strengths, how can I counteract that? So for example, I'm doing a um I'm doing a live event tomorrow and I'm in harmony, which is great for networking and helping people, but it's also really um where I'm gonna forget things and stutter a lot more. So I'm preparing myself for that mm. by making sure that I've got everything written down in a script and I'm taking it with me highlighted and all of that kind of stuff with oh, big that's arrows. So powerful, so, so powerful. I know what to do and when so I kind of can mm. prepare myself if something is out of phase I can kind of like take steps to help me get through it easier and yeah cyclical synergy is trying to do everything as much as you can to your strengths and and yeah uh it makes so much sense because most people that I speak to these days have got really full busy lives and if we if something as simple as just understanding your hormonal fluctuations can allow you to create less resistance in every area of your life like that is absolutely a fucking superpower for sure oh it's amazing yeah so how do we even know if we're working with or against our hormones like are there any common signs to know like oh I'm not really working in flow with my hormones right now yeah well I mean for starters if you're if you don't know where you are in your cycle or you're not tracking it particularly well um you are just generally going to be living out of sync if you don't know what phases have what strengths and weaknesses you're going to be doing things that are working against you that's just kind of how it is you need to have the knowledge before you can like overlay it into your life so to speak yeah um, sure so do you have like is there something that you can do like how do you start tracking it is it just start on day one of your period and that's your go point and then track it for a few months so that you know what your normal cycle is and then that's your base level to then know what your hormone fluctuations are yeah yeah so you need to um kind of really to be able to understand where you are in each phase uh the two pivotal points are um day one when you start your period and then the day that you ovulate okay. which if you've done f- fertility tracking you kind of know how to how to do that 
if you if you don't know how to do that, there are there are signs that you can learn in your body to know when you're ovulating. And also another way to do it is to take your uh, what's called your BBT, your basal body temperature, which is what you do when you're fertility tracking. I have a device. It's called an aura ring. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a little Fitbit, but it's a ring that goes on my finger. And that tells me the changes in level of my base body temperature. So I can see yeah. the day that I ovulate because the day that you ovulate, uh, the first half of your cycle, you sit underneath your your BBT, so your temperature is lower. And then when you ovulate, your temperature goes up. Yeah. And so for the second half of your cycle, your your basal body temperature is above the line. So it's easy to see. And so you've got wisdom and daring in the first half. Mm-hmm. And then harmony and freedom in the second half. So once you, yeah, you learn the phases um, and how they work for you after like, you know, three months or so of of tracking. And also it's really, really important to, and it's good for your general health as well, to spend even like a minute a day just checking in with your body. Yeah, I was going to say that. Quietly. Because, yeah. I think like a lot of us give out, I mean, I love a device as much as the next person, but I actually got rid of my Fitbit and my smartwatches about four years ago because I got sick of giving my power away. I felt like it was kind of, you know, as if we need any more things in our life to detach us from the communication between our body. However, the aura ring sounds really amazing, especially for, for as you dive into this journey. And so I'm really curious though, because not every woman bleeds, right? What do we do yes. if we're perimenopausal or menopausal? Well, that's where that's why I got the aura ring because I had um, an ablation uh, about five years ago, and so I don't actually get periods anymore. But mm-hmm. my hormones are still rampantly going through the cycles, and so for me, for ovulation, it really helped me be able to pinpoint where where I am I mean you can get a little device that you put on your arm that just literally tracks your temperature at night and that will tell you where your uh, your base body temperature is so that's a really good way and I needed to have that to to let me know exactly where my cycles were to start with but now I know that I get a little pain not every woman does but a lot of it's called Michel's Mittel schmerz, if I can say that. <laughs> Mittel schmerz. It's a, like a little pain in either either one of your ovaries just when you're about to ovulate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get your boobs can get a little bit sore, that kind of thing. So physical signs of when you're uh, coming into freedom and PMT, most women can feel that crankiness, that edginess, that erratic energy. Um, and you're, you're, you know, your boobs start to swell. You feel a bit bloated when you're um, about to come on to your period. So you still do get those feelings because we still do retain more water and retain more fat in our bodies when we're about to have our period as well. So if you are consistently checking in, how do I feel today? What is my energy? So I do three base markers of myself every day, my physical energy, my emotional energy, and my mental energy. Um, And I kind of give myself a mark out Mm -hmm. of 10 to see Mm -hmm. where I'm at. And once you you start doing that regularly, you kind of see the cycles and the changes and you can you can learn your body and you go, oh, okay, I know. Now, like for me, because I am uh, at 
nearing the end of perimenopause, things do change slightly when you're heading into that. It's a whole extra bit of information to add on when you're heading into your 40s. And I do actually do a, a specific workshop for women in their 40s to help navigate that whole thing. But I know that I have a two days, nine, days nine and 10 of my cycle, where for some unknown reason, I get really, really cranky. Um, and I think it's just, again, the change of hormones. Mm. And um, and because I've gone through my cycles and I track my feelings and what's going on with my body, I know the days when I'm going to have highs, the days when I'm going to have lows. After ovulation, I have two days, which I call my totally exhausted days, where my mm -hmm. estrogen plummets and I'm no good to anybody. Mm. So you you get used to when you're checking in with yourself regularly um, and actually paying attention and noting down what's going on inside of your body, yeah. you you do see and, and know those cycles and you can really see them. So it's, um, yeah, tracking, checking in with yourself and listening to all the different parts of your body is is vital. Mm -hmm. And it helps. It really helps. If you do that in your early days, your um, 20s, 30s, what have you, when you get to your 40s, the change that you have, the extra change that you have going into perimenopause and menopause doesn't become such a big shock or a big surprise. Okay. And it's a lot easier to navigate because you're already used to working with your body, feeling yeah. your cycles, understanding your energies, mm. the overlaying extra things that happen in that in that phase. It's easy to understand them, to notice them and to work with them and manage them, which makes the whole um, transitional phase that is perimenopause and menopause easier to navigate if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I had never even thought about that. Like I had never even considered that the earlier you get in touch with your hormonal cycles, the more well-prepared you are to, to navigate. What I have heard from talking to a lot of my friends that are going through perimenopause and menopause, I, I hear very different stories. Like some people go through it like it's a breeze and some people are just like, what the fuck is this yeah. torture? <laughs> like what, what have I done to deserve this, you know? And so being forewarned or forearmed with that information, I guess, is just so yeah and empowering and you know it's so interesting how knowledge can ease any discomfort right I mean just recently because I have in the last couple of years since being I've been off the pill for a long time like seven years but it's only been probably three years that everything seems to my body seems to have recovered and got back to what seems to be its natural cycles um, but just recently, you know, you talk about your angry days and I have a couple of, or usually just one really tearful day where like, I will just yeah. be so <laughs> emotional. It's like, it's, it's actually quite funny now. And my husband, <laughs> bless him, last month when it happened, I had a big, big old cry. And yeah. then I was like, hiccup laughing while I was crying. Cause I said to Clay, like, I just know this is my hormones. I don't actually know because I've never actually tracked at what part of my cycle it is that I'm yeah. that happens, but I just you, I know the feeling in my body. It's like it, I'm almost it feels like 
exhaustion. It feels like my body is just like, fuck, like I got nothing left in me, but yeah. I'm, I'm so <laughs> in touch with everyone's emotions, any problems in the world. I, it hits me to my core. And so I was bawling my eyes out about dropping a cup or something and then just started hiccup laughing and <laughs> said to my husband, I think it might be my hormones. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is, and it's great that what, that you share things with your, with your husband, because then they become more aware of you and your changes and what you need. It makes such a difference in your relationship, yeah. For sure. And because I don't know if this is common or not, but I'm definitely more horny at parts of my cycle as well. Absolutely, and so he's yes. got He's got a vested interest in knowing it. Yeah. When- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I have. I've created um, quite a few different little um, like posters uh, of the different phases. And I have, my husband has one for like sex and intimacy, that kind of thing that, and mm. the changes that happen within me. So he'll like kind of check out, it's in, it's in our bedroom and he'll check out and he'll go, where are you at the moment? And then I know that he's going and checking his little thing and he's like, all right, okay, <laughs> I know where I'm at now. And so we have one on the fridge for our family and me and my daughter both have a magnet that we move around so that the family can see where we're at. And it has, um, it has, so it has the phases and then it has on it like little um, help notes, like things that she might be feeling or or thinking in this phase, things that she would like if you did or, or thought, and then don't even bother with these things on the outside. Mm, and so my... Um, my son, my 12-year-old little cheeky rat bag that he is, has actually um, taken this on to the nth degree, to the point that he will, he came to me um, a couple of months ago and went, Mama, are you, when are you in harmony? Are you in harmony at the moment? And I was like, oh, well, why is that, dude? And he goes, well, because I like going shopping with you when you're in harmony because mm-hmm. you spend more money on me and I was just like oh my gosh he's worked that out himself from understanding the changes in me and he's noticed that and I was like dude seriously and he's like yeah I love going shopping with you when you're in harmony oh that's so cool and also (laughs) what a gift if he has a female partner in his future what a gift for for her because yeah He's probably he, developing a level of emotional intelligence through understanding this as well, yeah. which is just so incredible. He, he brings me chocolate when I'm in when I'm in um, wisdom, and and he'll put like my favorite playlist on and those kinds of things. So he is absorbing it into his life, and so his understanding of yeah, a partner is just going to be amazing. So yeah, and that's well, what the- I want to do. I want to share it so that it just becomes part of everyday life for people. Yeah, for sure. And and what a revelation, hey, that, you know, something that has been kind of, well, I, I guess it's still pretty, uh, it's not very mainstream to have a yeah. very deep connection with your hormonal cycles. And what a gift to be able to start positively impacting not only your own well-being, but the well-being of your family and have that sort of harmony infused into every aspect of your life. Because by the sounds of it, you know, there really is nothing in our life that can't benefit from understanding our where we're at in our hormonal cycle. Oh, yeah, absolutely everything, everything. 
even like if you have kids, the things, the activities that you do and how you connect with your children will change through your cycle. Yeah. And and once you know those things, you don't beat yourself up. And women have spectacular gift for being really mean to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and and we expect and and they've done studies on this. Women expect that they have to be more perfect before they take a step, before they take an action. And we are so much more critical of ourselves and so much um more unsure and and determined to okay it has to be right it has to be perfect before I do this and if it's not up to our expectations we we are so mean to ourselves and understanding this kind of thing like you can go oh oh okay I know why I wasn't so good at the gym today because I'm in harmony and that's the wrong face of that or mm. I know why I um was really um not wanting to meet up with the family today because I'm in freedom and I know that I <laughs> I need time on my own or all of those kinds of things. We can we can explain our behaviors and our thoughts and our feelings a lot better yeah. when you know the changes that they naturally go through. I've found since understanding a little bit more, I definitely don't have the whole picture yet, but since understanding a little bit more about my hormones, I have found that it kind of has brought me back into that state of awe for myself and my like my recognition of me as another piece of nature, you know, and what I mean by that is like times when I am particularly angry and I know that that's, that's not really my normal, you know, that's something dramatic. So it feels hormonal. I think I can tell now when I'm being fueled by hormonal fluctuations, but yeah. instead of being like, oh, like stop trying to, you know, trying to suppress the anger or whatever, I'm like, fuck, my body is incredible. Like how crazy that I can have this level of emotion and whatever, just because my hormonal fluctuation, yeah, it's like crazy. It. And even in times when I need to sleep and rest or whatever, I can get into bed and just be like, man, my body is amazing. It literally is telling me exactly what I need. All my job is to do is to listen, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. And I find as well, a lot of women, when they start tracking and, and living in cyclical synergy, you know, there's always been a stigma about your period. It's always been something that we are taught to, that is negative to moan about and, oh, it sucks. I can't wait till I stop and all of those kinds of things. And it's it's a point in our lives where most women are taught to not enjoy. Mm. And it we have periods for about something crazy, like seven to nine years of our life, we're on our period. Mm. Oh, what, which is, like the total yeah, time the total that we're bleeding. Time that we're Holy bleeding. shit. Oh which is God. huge. I know. It's it's, huge. Which is huge. And it's like, do you want to not enjoy that yeah. amount of your life? And when women start doing this and they understand the powers of wisdom and the benefits that we gain from being in wisdom, women actually have a big mental shift and they actually start to look forward and enjoy mm. because it's it's wisdom is like a it's like a mini winter where we retreat into ourselves we want own own time we don't want to be social and we're not giving and those kinds of things and when you live with your cycles and we're actually more open to the universe and we can, uh, our brain naturally sinks down into the delta mm. and meditative brain waves a lot easier Beautiful. when we're on yeah. our periods. Not, it doesn't happen for men. Only women have that capability. And um, it, it almost gives 
us permission to set those boundaries and go, you know what, this is me time. Mm. This is when I need to look after myself. I can nurture myself. I can look at the month ahead. I can plan. I can just sit in that stillness because that's what Mother Nature designed me to do. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of get it's that whole permission thing. You can have permission to go, you know what? No, I'm not going to do those things in this it's in this time because I'm in wisdom and I need to connect with the energy of wisdom now. So I will do that next week. Mm, so you good. Know? So yeah, it gives I, you that power. I actually started using my menstrual cycle to support my manifestation process as well. Cause I mean like, honestly, I learned about that through some witch training that I was doing. And I was like, oh, yeah. this, this is amazing. And so that's kind of fun as well. If you're into manifestation and magic and all that, it kind of helps you. You get a new perspective on your bleeding and your hormones and kind of tap into the the pure magic of it. Because men don't get that. And there's a reason that men were scared of us like hundreds of years ago, right? Because we are fucking powerful AF and our menstrual cycle is part of that or our hormonal cycle is part of that. So, so cool. I love it. So a lot of the listeners are women in business and I would love for each of those four parts of the cycle, is there like, what should we be focusing on at each time? Yes, yes. Um, Okay, so wisdom is when you're on your period. Uh, So that is for dreaming, for planning, for we have big picture awareness of this at this time. So you want to be kind of going, okay, what's right for me moving forwards in my business? What things um, do I want to plan? So this is where we are more open to the universal influence as well. So you can kind of like put a put a question out and go, what is it that I need to be focusing on? And it's time for planning. You can do also um, like your scheduling of, of what you're going to do mm. in, um, moving forwards, that kind of thing. Looking okay. at... Is that is that what's best going to serve me in the month ahead, kind of thing? Then, uh, as you move into, so what day of the cycle is wisdom? So it's from day one. It's for your whole period. So the whole okay. time you're you're on your period. So roughly uh, from day one to about day five or six. Okay, cool. All right, because you have a couple of days of like transitional energy. Yeah. So then we go into daring, which is. Obviously, and this is why I love daring, it just calls to mind everything that (laughs) this phase encompasses. This is where you want to do shit. You want to get stuff done. You want to try new things. You want to go out and and make an impression, meet new people. Um, You want to, this is also a great time for doing the uh, creating stuff. So if you've got a, um, if you've got things that need need to be done, courses, if you want videos that you, you want to record, if you've got something that needs creating or making, do it then, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's a good time for uh, like logical stuff, so stuff that needs highly logical um, thought processes. Uh, if you're presenting, this is the best time to do it, um, those kinds of things, anything that's, that's that up and at them, out there go getting kind of energy 
Yes. And I'm sure this is probably what most women in business love because yes, <laughs> we've got, well, this is what we're taught that we should be the all whole the freaking time. time. Yeah. And exactly. this is why we have so much struggle within ourselves because we're taught that this is what we should be all the time. And it's like, mm. no, it's only one section of a much bigger picture. And mm. that's why I think some women kind of get disappointed with themselves because they think that they need to be daring all the time, but then you miss out on so many of the other yeah. awesome aspects. Yeah, for sure. And I, so daring goes Into from happening. about day six, oh, from day about six day to- 12. To when you ovulate. So R14, 15, it depends on when you ovulate. Yeah. Okay. Roughly about 14. If you've got a 28-day cycle, it'll be your day 14. Okay, cool. And then we go to harmony. And then we go to harmony, which is it flips completely. The shift between daring and harmony is quite huge because harmony is where we have lots of hormones. You've got progesterone in there and that's our um nurturing that's our baby making hormone Mm. so this is where you feel um nesting nurturing so from a business perspective it's great for um it's great for networking it's great for working with your clients to figure out what they want um it's great for team building exercises because you want to help people you want to create that that harmonious kind of energy within your business and company you our brain speed is slower Mm -hmm. and this is where you stutter and things like that so it's also good for like methodical jobs if you've got something that you're just plodding along with that you just need to do yes okay so it works that that is slower yeah brain speed yeah yeah that's that's so helpful to know actually because I think a lot of the time we trying to force ourselves into that that daring phase when actually it could be a great time when we're in harmony to just do the things that we can almost do on autopilot that don't require a lot of energy. Yes. They have to be done, but they don't require any creativity or get up and go. Extra brain power or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And then so from harmony, we go to freedom. Freedom, yes. Freedom is typically the PMT area. Um, and and it's it, it has such a negative connotation, this whole area. And I call it freedom because for me now it's actually become my favorite phase because mm. all of the all of our hormones are completely dropping. So it's like the veil of hormonal influence is lifted and we become who we are. And this is where I truly feel like most like myself. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a few caveats, though, because when all of that, uh, like especially with harmony, the nurturing hormones have like kind of are dissipating, you tend to get stripped of all filters and all the the things that make you be more tactful and that kind of thing. And so this is where you just say it how it is, (laughs) which is great when when you're working out for yourself what's working and what's not. But when you're trying to have dealings with other people, you can get yourself into trouble. So it's best to not have client meetings or team building things going on in freedom. (laughs) Yeah, got it. Um, But it's great for analysis because this is where you clear through the crap and you are honest with yourself and you can go, what's working? What's not working? What do Mm. I need to drop? What do I need to kind of um, keep keep on? And then you can like store those insights for wisdom when you're back to your planning again. Mm. So it's working through um, and then it's just knowing that 
stamina is not so great in this area so we get worn out mentally and emotionally a lot quicker it's Mm -hmm. like you've been on a sugar high and Mm -hmm. then you you're just dropping and coming out of that and that's why we get so cranky because it's like withdrawal of all our hormones and our Mm -hmm. body kind of has that jittery energy so we can do things in short bursts this is this is the time when I always you know when you look at your 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 wardrobe and you go oh my gosh I hate half of these clothes I just need to get rid of them I need to clear them out and and start fresh this is when I find that's freedom phase is when you're looking at something and going oh my god I want to change it I want to clear it out or I want to do that's normally freedom when that happens it sounds to me like Day one, to, so wisdom phase, day one to six-ish, this is like new moon energy, right? And then yes, when we move into freedom, which that would be the last, so like 24 to 28 days-ish, depending on your cycle. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so that's full full moon energy, right? Like clearing shit out, like <laughs> sorting things out, letting go well, of what no longer moon, serves full you. Full moon is when you ovulate. So that's oh, okay. the, the, yeah, the daring the daring energy ah, of, of okay. the full moon. And then freedom is that section before the new moon. So just got when it. you like the last waning. Yeah, got it. Waning of the moon. Oh, so before interesting. Before you flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can already. So, and it does. And lots of women, once you go through menopause and you don't have your own cycles, they switch and adjust and work with the moon cycles. Because if you're used to cycling, you want to keep that momentum and those phases going. And because it does work with the moon, a lot, a lot of women transition to working to the moon rather than mm. their own bodies. It's more subtle, yeah. but still, still there you can feel. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Claire, I can already see how this is going to help me so much in my business. Like I can see how I can plan and I'm in full planning mode for 2024 right now. I'm in creation in the, in the spectrum of the year, not so much my um, hormonal cycle, but right now I'm just in full planning and I am going to use this information that you've just told me to make sure that I can have the most (laughs) powerful, potent year, allowing myself to rest when I need to rest, embracing my creative times when I can, working when I've got that energy. Sounds so amazing. Actually, just out of interest, when in my cycle is it that I'm so like ready for sex? Like what part of the cycle is that? That is daring. That's daring. Yeah. So that's uh, that's leading up to ovulation because ovulation is when your when your um egg pops out ready to be fertilized mm-hmm. so that daring thing and that's why you want to go out and do new things and also um on that point talking about libido and stuff you can have a bit of a wandering eye and daring because that's your hormones going oh, i just need to procreate this is what i'm doing so i just want something somewhere so it's like sometimes you know you can you can, if you catch yourself like looking at someone and that's not your husband and going, oh, he's quite nice. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just your hormones making you, it doesn't mean that you don't love your husband anymore because some some women can kind of go, oh my gosh, I'm thinking that. Is that true? And it's like, no, it's your hormones telling you it wants a baby. It wants mm. to procreate. So your hormones are just going, give me somebody, let's go. <laughs> yes, and that, that's so in, interesting. In daring, ramping up to just before ovulation, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then on the flip side, like, Seriously, sometimes there is a point in my cycle that my husband gives me the ick. Like if he wants to touch me, I'm like, are you serious? Like get <laughs> away from me. Like is there is that kind of part of the cycle or is that yes. just me being a yeah. no, no, there terrible is. woman? So when you're in harmony, you kind of 
your libido plummets because that's when you're nurturing in harmony that's when you're kind of nesting so and and we have no energy and that's where you kind of don't you don't want sex um and it it can it could be like it feels like a choice like oh really you want to do that I can't Mm, be bothered that kind of thing (laughs) and then in freedom when you're in freedom you you will either be one or the other it will either be yes fuck off don't touch me I'm in my I'm having my own space this is my time I want to be by myself or it can be well okay but it has to be down and dirty how I want it yes oh my Do you god know what I okay. mean yes absolutely <laughs> I know exactly what you mean this is so cool so cool <laughs> so, and that's the thing and if your husband is aware of those things mm. then they're not going to get upset either yeah yeah because they I just mean, know that it's not them it's the changing thing and you can have more fun and play with that kind of thing for sure you know? Yeah, it's so interesting since we've started talking about it because it's since I've noticed that my cycle has been, been more regular, I'm like, oh, this is so crazy. And we've been talking about it a lot. And so there's been times where Clay's been like giving me that that look and I'm like, yeah. oh, nah, babe, it's, no, not, no. it's not happening <laughs> not, today. Like, <laughs> that's it. And, and, and he's totally fine with that because he's yes. like, okay, I get it. Like, because yeah. we talked about how, and he, he'll know like, without even talking about it now he's kind of like you've got obviously the guide in your bedroom which is amazing I think I might have to make myself one of them (laughs) but yeah so cool and even to the point of the quality and the the length of our orgasms and stuff changes as well so you know interesting sometimes sometimes you you know he might think oh well but I didn't do it for you this week you know today like I did it for you the other week and it's like yeah no that's because with the different hormones, the levels and how long it takes us to get to orgasm and how intense it is, it changes as well through our wow. cycle. That's yeah. actually so comforting to hear because actually I was wondering about that recently. I was like, hmm, it's weird how it can be so different from one week yeah. to another. Like it's it can be almost worlds apart, your sexual experience. And I had I even though I've been thinking about my hormones a lot, I didn't necessarily correlate that with a hormonal shift. So that's super interesting and also allows a little bit more like compassion for both of us, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So do you have any one top piece of advice or actionable step that you'd give anyone who's keen to start harnessing their hormonal superpowers? Yes, I, the most important thing is that you just check in with your body every single day and have some small, even if it's one line, I literally have, I have lots of, I've created lots of different journals Mm. um, through the time that works for me. And I have one of them and it literally is one line for each day and it has three little circles on it. And I put a mark out of 10 one for mental energy, one for physical energy, and one for emotional energy. And then along the line, I might write a couple of notes, like moody or cranky or high libido, whatever I want to make, or pain in my tummy. So I just literally have a line. So every day, I know where I'm at, what day I'm on, and how it affects me. And just consistently doing that and it can literally take two minutes a day mm. to just plot that down. It just then creates an awareness. And then you kind of will, after a few months, start to see the patterns. Mm. So good. You know what's really interesting? I actually made a um, human design manifestation journal a few years ago because 
and it is almost exactly the same as what you're talking about, but the different energy types have different relationships with energetic output and emotional fluctuations and stuff like that. But I've always thought that part of the magic of that journal is that it actually allows you that space to just check in with actually what your body is feeling, you know, like how I think a lot of us are getting a bit more savvy about the fact that our body is the smartest fucking thing ever. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's all connected, the energy, the heart space, mm. all of that kind of stuff. It's all it's all integral to who we are and how we live our lives. It's, it's, um, and it's something that, yeah, for a good long time has been lost because we've just gotten so much into the, um, like what I call the daring energy the doing mm-hmm. and the yeah. getting of stuff you well, know sure. we've forgotten the whole rest of it and you know yeah. to to be who we are to work with our energy and mm-hmm. and yeah keep in touch with and for women too loving yourself and talking to yourself mm-hmm. i listened to a meditation uh, a couple of years ago now first off and she just said talked us through a whole load of stuff and one section was you just had to put your hands on your heart and breathe in and quietly say to yourself I love you and I am listening. Mm. And for me, having never done that at that point, it was really hard. And I actually Mm. had a welling, huge welling of emotion Mm because I was like, oh, my gosh, I have never done that to myself. Mm. And you go, how how can we expect other people to love us Mm -hmm. and to give us that respect and that space if we don't do it for ourselves? Mm. And that was a huge changer for me to actually go, I love you and I'm listening and listening to what my body is telling me because it's a lot wiser than I am. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. And what a, like, seriously, what a beautiful gift. And you're not the first person that said to me that they've felt quite emotional when they've started checking in with themselves and saying, you know, beautiful words of love and affection to themselves because most of us have just treated our bodies and that you know the nasty stories that we say to ourselves have been so loud for so long that when you actually give yourself compassion it feels like fuck like it's it's so jarring because it's it's so different it is really hard and (laughs) yeah I love that you said that because I think if if one person hears that like waking up in the morning and giving yourself some love like if that's all that happens out of this podcast episode, I think that's just such an amazing gift because you open up a portal to a much more kind, gentle, forgiving and fulfilling life when you learn to really, really honour yourself for everything that you are. So good. And then you start to realise, like you said, how absolutely freaking amazing Mm -hmm. we are. And and that's something that has been brought home to me by doing this whole uh, cyclical synergy. Our bodies and women are absolutely freaking amazing Mm. and the shit that we go through (laughs) every single month what goes on inside of us is intense Mm. and you know we need to give ourselves um credit for that just being just living and getting through every day and and allowing our bodies to do the amazing things that it does is huge you know we need to give ourselves more 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 kudos and more recognition for just being awesome yeah, I agree. 
Oh, Claire, I have loved every second of this and I know that people are going to want to find out more. So where can we find you in the online space? Okay, so I have a website called femway.com, F-E-M-M-W-A-Y, femway.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, my handle is at femwaylife. Okay, perfect. I'm going to link those in the show notes so that everyone can easily find you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us here today. It's been absolutely, honestly, quite illuminating and I'm so excited to, <laughs> oh, to that's put my pleasure. I can't wait to unlock my hormonal superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. Thank you so much. Holy smokes. How flippin' cool is that? I genuinely didn't really understand quite how much my hormones were affecting every aspect of my life. So I'm just so grateful that I have been introduced to Claire and now I've got some really cool tools that I can start using to help map out my year for my business and also help me navigate my sex life with a little bit more ease and a little bit more, I guess, grace. Um, yeah. Bloody loved it. Hope you did too. Don't forget uh, the doors to Align and Thrive are open at the moment until the end of February. I've got two spaces available. It is my five-month human design deep dive for women in business. It doesn't matter if you are a startup or you're three years in, no matter where you are, embodying your human design can help you access your next level. So absolutely check the link in the show notes. All the links to Claire's socials and her website are in the show notes as well. So you can check them out. And don't forget, as usual, you can download your human design chart from the show notes too. I look forward to hanging with you next week. Until then, take care. Keep milking the shit out of life and I'll catch you in the next episode.